0: Hey guys, this is a quick reminder that the two best ways you can support the show are by one, leaving a rating and comment on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This is like foreplay for the algorithm because it revs it up and makes our show appear higher in searches. And number two, you can subscribe to AugZoro Premium at augzoro.supercast.com where for five bucks a month you get bonus episodes and more exclusive content. Thank you for however you choose to support the show. Are you writing notes? Yeah.
1: Oh, I wrote down. I mean. The
0: notes. Yeah. (laughs) The notes. Yeah. The bugs. Yeah. Are you writing notes? Notes, Yeah. Yeah. Are you writing notes? Yeah. This is a motivation podcast. Are you writing notes? Yeah.
1: You have to have a plan.
0: Every day. So I noticed you were meditating before the podcast saying, I am Alex Jones staring into the the distance. Are we rolling right now? We are. Oh, perfect. I wouldn't say Alex Jones off camera. I save it for on camera.
1: That's true. I was meditating, trying to channel whatever divine energy Alex channels, but also just channel Alex himself. So,
0: so in order for you to be in the proper headspace for a podcast, you are trying to channel the spirit of Alex Jones.
1: Yeah, because you know, I, I've never seen anyone speak that fast and that much without taking a sip of water or taking a poo poo or a pee pee, and go for five hours straight and not blink. <laughs> where, 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 of course, we're of course talking about. An Alex
0: Jones band episode that we were listening on the way up to this river house, which we yeah. should give people some context. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so we're recording at this beautiful house outside of Montreal, about an hour outside, and we're basically in the woods, right next to a river. You might yeah, you might hear a and slight we, stream,
1: yes sound. It's not a it's meditation David, track added in it's the back. Either It's either Dave peeing or the river flowing i'll let you figure out i'll let you know if i pee my pants but right now it's the river
0: so we were driving up it's about a seven hour drive from brooklyn we listened to a four and a half hour podcast on soundcloud of alex jones and joe rogan talking about alien dmt shared experiences people selling baby parts after abortions and, and planned parenthood all this wild shit and
1: We, that, that, that was at least half of our drive
0: was listening to
1: that episode. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't the entire thing. Mm -hmm. I think they force themselves to stop, but it was, it was, um, by when you say they mm force themselves to stop, do you, are you talking about the voices inside Alex Jones? Inside his head. Okay. I think so. He does explicitly say that he, he, he's not creating these thoughts. He's channeling them something's coming to him and he's just speaking and it just goes out and whether or not what the whether or not what he's saying is true it's impressive how fast he's he's saying these words so yeah he really <laughs> it is
0: no like w- listening to him For four hours, four plus hours straight, it was essentially a solo podcast of Alex Jones with Joe Rogan and Eddie Bravo bumping in occasionally. Yeah. And I was so captivated, so entranced by the way that Alex Jones speaks and how he goes from tangent to tangent, even though a lot of it is not connected. He has this way of speaking where he pulls you in every time joe, he, joe 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 here's the thing joe here's the thing every time he was he he it would get real quiet and alex jones would say here's the thing here's the thing joe joe here's the thing the Do aliens it. are inside of us right now we're
1: all one consciousness joe we're all one consciousness we're all
0: one consciousness in the tip of the <laughs> alien penis and the alien penis is thrusting into the center of the universe to bring exactly. us together and god's come is actually the alien insemination of mankind because they are the ones who brought us to be.
1: Exactly. But that's a, that's a, that's that's straight from, that's an exact quote from the podcast.
0: A hundred percent. And I could see why the corporate media is afraid of Alex Jones because He speaks in a way that few other people can speak on the planet. I'm not even sure there's another human being that could speak in the same engaging way, the the same way that captivates you like Alex Jones can. And the topics he speaks about are obviously taboo. A lot of them are on the brink. He, He obviously... Got in trouble with the comments he made on the Sandy Hook shooting, which was addressed on the podcast. He talks about aliens, he talks about conspiracy theories. He's the Mm -hmm. conspiracy guy. And when you have someone who can get people to listen and completely draw them in, like he's literally just a fucking vacuum, just like sucking people into him as he's talking, he's such a powerful force. When you have the uh, a person like that who has a conspiratorial mindset, it can scare the shit out of people, and some of those people are the corporate media, and they don't like it. They, mm-hmm. Some of them perceive him as dangerous, mm-hmm. and I don't agree. I don't agree. I, I think when you look at Alex Jones and listening to this podcast, we just listened to him for four and a half hours. I listened to Alex Jones in the past, but he's such a huge voice that is banned from a lot of places. Even though he, he's banned from Twitter, he has bank accounts banned. All this shit. He is a monumental voice, even when he was on social media, and now that he is banned, he still has a huge following on Infowars or, or wherever he's corralling mm-hmm. people. So it, it's he's an interesting, an interesting guy to say the least. And having listened to this very long podcast with him and being engaged the entire time Mm. he's a he is an entertainer and in my opinion he deserves to have a platform for that sort of conspiratorial entertainment
1: no yeah i i i mean it's um, i mean numbers don't lie i mean he's he's obviously fucked up like he's he admitted he's he's fucked up like just like the sandy hook thing you said that that was i think that's a quote on from the podcast joe i'm fucked up right joe i'm Absolutely. And it, the the number, I mean, the numbers don't lie. It's, if you can grab, he clearly, he said his Infowars blew up at a certain point. A lot of people are against him. It's pretty clear. He has a lot of conspiracies. But like you said, even if like 1% of the things he says is correct, it's still pretty fucking mind-blowing because he says ridiculous things. Well, to our standards, he says ridiculous things. So it's like... If one of these things is correct, then that's still pretty crazy out of a hundred. And it's it, it speaks to the way you present information. It's not always the information that's um, presented, but rather the way you say it. And he just he says information in a way that makes people, even if they were previously against him. Start watching and be like, "Oh fuck!" Like this guy is at least passionate about what he's saying, and there's a reason he's passionate about. He's clearly passionate about. You could you kind of have a bullshit detector when people don't give a shit about what they're saying, mm, but he, he yeah. I, I feel like he he actually believes that most things he's saying or yeah. all of them. So it's like, um, yeah, he strikes yeah, me as a yeah.
0: kind-hearted individual. It's it's coming from a good place. He's saying wild shit, and. A lot of it he's right about, and a lot of it he's been wrong about. So, like you were saying, e- even if he's only right about ten percent of the conspiracies that he puts forth, yeah. and that he amplifies those, that ten percent is fucking insane. It, it's yeah. outrageous talking about it, like the alien shit or the, uh, the Planned Parenthood shit, and not even if you just ignore the uh, the truth. For a second. Like if you just ignore is he right or is he wrong, if you put that aside and you just take him as a source of uh energy and a source of entertainment and information, mm-hmm. he he's like a he's like a fucking automatic shotgun yeah like he's a <laughs> shotgun but he's an automatic shotgun yeah. that just has incredible stamina he has the stamina to just keep blasting out ideas and conspiracies and one word that someone else says will trigger him down well, another conspiracy rabbit hole but i feel like he yeah. needs a co-host he needs his his arch energy kind of like the the yang to his yin to refine him to turn him into more of a, a sniper where he can fucking like be refined and stay on a topic yeah because the other things while it's entertaining it takes away from the value of truth and how right he is
1: yeah no i mean he's talking about he'll be like joe joe listen we're, we're talking about so they're killing the fucking babies but then they're sending them. The other thing is, is, we're going intergalactic space. Is doing that, and and then Joe Rogan's like, Wait, Alex, can we explain what you just? <laughs> He's like for the, for the viewers. Can you t- can you explain the first thing you just talked about, please? I- yeah, there's no like he will keep. You're right. He he will, he'll just keep going on whatever. If you just put a mic in front of him, that's just like his source. And then unless unless whatever host is hosting him, then he'll just he'll just keep going on a ramble until someone's like hey calm down and explain that please first I w- and and i would love to yeah. have a live
0: stream of alex jones's thought on a meditation retreat like if he was in a place like where we were staying right now and he was by himself in a house on the river for a week and he had nothing yeah. to do besides meditate go in the sauna Feel a little walks. beautiful now. I would I would yeah, I would love to plug into his mind when there's no one to talk to and it's it's just running wild. I feel like he'd just th- be sitting on the side of a river <laughs> being
1: like I think he's saying the same things. I think he's doing the same exact thing as when he's on Rogan just sitting there at the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like he's like breathe in.
0: Breathe out. The aliens are raping me.
1: <laughs> They're inside me exactly breathe in breathe
0: out Ooh, baby parts for sale everywhere <laughs> in the chicken in the pork instant pot instant babies <laughs> yeah i
1: know and i'm exactly. making fun of it like
0: i i i honestly uh like he's been right about a lot of stuff from what i understand with the jeffrey epstein things and he was on the whole pedophile ring uh the, the uncovering of that stuff when it was very unpopular back in the day before the hashtag Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself and he was pointing a lot of that stuff out and that kind of went away in the media as quickly as it popped up there there are people like I, I don't know another story of the caliber of Jeffrey Epstein where you had a billionaire that Committed suicide in quotation, in quotations, and then he was a linked to a pedophile ring with a ton of evidence that he was taking billionaires and celebrities and you know, allegedly presidents, high powered political figures, high powered people from all walks of life, scientists, taking them to an island, giving them the opportunity to have sex with children, and then it's just gone. and People are like, He killed himself. Most people didn't believe it, but either way, it became this huge story to now a thing that maybe 10 to 15 people on the planet are legitimately investigating. And Alex Jones was talking about a lot of that before the official story uncovered, before it broke.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's clear. I mean, that's, there, there's some, there's some like, that's not even a conspiracy. I feel like that was so obvious that Jeffrey Epstein, no one even tried to hide that. They, they, I mean, that, that one, it's like, oh, people.
0: Well, the guys who, they, who, who I mean, uh, killed them tried to hide it. I guess. And they're they, like, dude, we, shit, we fucked up, dude.
1: We, I mean, but the way they went about it, it's, oh, the, uh, camera was, uh, it was a Nokia camera. It actually, the battery ran out. And then, uh, actually, and then, uh, the security guards let him by and whatever about that. And then, and then, and then he just, and then he just evaporated. We don't know what happened to Jeffrey Epstein. Just went into thin air. Yeah, he, so.
0: Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein represents a lot of the same power that covers up the the, the ability of Alex Jones to be on platforms. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is, it's not. I'm not saying there's one person that's responsible for all this cover up <laughs> shit, but there's there's a, an entity or sort of energy in the. Corporate media, that when it swings a certain way, when it wants to wipe someone out, like an Alex Jones type figure, or when it Mm -hmm. wants to wipe out any sort of conspiracy conspiracy about Jeffrey Epstein that might link to powerful people who have ties to the media, when the energy swings that way, Mm -hmm. it's very hard for people to go against it. It's very hard to get it to swing back the other way once the momentum starts.
1: Yeah, no. I, I mean, there's a, like you mean like movements of just the belief around a a certain event already being solidified. Yeah, yeah because
0: yeah. The, the things get labeled as dangerous. Like at yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. If you were a journalist who was investigating Jeffrey Epstein, and you actually uncovered something, right. your life would be at risk. You, mm. If it would, if you found legitimate evidence that linked to past presidents you know uh, other wealthy billionaires if you were going through the process of uncovering things that led to an indictment of someone like that and you were you were gathering evidence you were talking about it online you were posting mm. it you were doing podcasts that is a dangerous activity like, and also you might be killed yeah you might be killed yeah. and you might commit suicide yeah, quote, that's true. and then the same thing with alex jones you can still have him on a podcast. People do. I've, I've, we just listened to him on SoundCloud. That was taken down off Spotify. But there, there are other podcasts with Alex Jones that are available. But the media has done such a good job at labeling him as dangerous and labeling mm-hmm. him as the, the, you know, like the the other, the untouchable. Mm-hmm. That the possibility of talking to Alex Jones is immediately cut off in a lot of people's minds because they don't want to enter that dangerous sort of sort of uh space that has been created by the momentum of the media whatever it is like i don't know if there's you know 10 powerful people pulling strings behind the scenes that made the jeffrey epstein story go away that made alex jones go away i don't know if it's just kind of a feeling that people have in media where once someone gets labeled it's kind of a domino effect that forces people to just fall in line i suspect it's a combination of both where you have the uh, the people and energy that are swaying things back and forth just kind of making things happen as they want but but it is it is interesting and scary to to think about that you can just have these stories that affect people that that have deeply affected people and harmed people and have them wiped off the face of the earth and by those stories getting wiped off it allows the next pedophile ring to, to start up and the next thing to become active because yeah. the, the the signal has been sent that if you're wealthy enough, you can do this and get away with it mm-hmm. if you have the connections.
1: Yeah, it's... I mean, journalists shouldn't be scared to reveal things that people don't want to be out in the open. Like, there... And there are things where... there we go about our day here in a state like this or in a country like this, but there are things that are just totally unseen, like, like child trafficking and certain gang wars and drug trades. And we're, we're so detached from the, the, the evils of the world and the, the create the, 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 the dangers of the world that people, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. So I guess when someone tries to come along and, and, and play those things up and like boil it up a little bit like uh, jeffrey epstein's island which is proven to be true he had the island he and and what he, and what he was doing and all all these things People, how do you know that were you i were was you there yeah <laughs> no but it, it's it's uh who who flew there by the way wasn't it both bills or they don't know who did it yeah there are a bunch of flight <laughs> logs of
0: people that have flown to epstein's island and donald trump yeah they don't don't know they don't know who did it i I don't know exactly who's i know the 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 famous quote you know bill clinton's flown 27 times or whatever with jeffrey epstein what what would you do if let's say you came up to this house we're in the middle of nowhere and you were going on a walk through a trail and you came up on this demonic child sacrifice thing in the woods and you're like holy fuck like is you're just recognizing all these wealthy well-known people in the media like fucking billionaires politicians and they're just all in robes with a kid on a cross that's like about to be burned on a fire and you come across that in the woods and they don't see you would you what what would you do? What would, what would be your next move? Because uh, this is like the shit that happens. People come across things that are crazy, and yeah. then they have to. They that have sounds to make like the a decision. Bill
1: Gates move, by the way. That that happening? Because um, I feel like computers get a little you know boring after a while, and you need you need some spice.
0: Yeah. Cause he's y- so y- Microsoft
1: y- all the time. He has to oh, get something. Baby. I actually stole that there. from uh, Andrew Schultz. <laughs> oh shit! Dude. But uh,
0: yeah, when you're Andrew Schultz, you no, know, when shout out when to you dude. when you're a rich person, yo, know, you need you need uh, some guys like depraved, horrible, disgusting things to get them off. But what would you do? Because you'd have to make um, that decision. Probably do I me- go to immediately the media? Put it on
1: my snap story. So and you would Snapchat it? You I would, would live! S- I would just live snap my friends live snap no i would you you have to well if they didn't see me then you could just make an easy call to authorities right yeah unless, unless they're in on it Unless I mean, they're in the, on the, it the worst thing to be do is is to be seen there because you know bill gates is, has a fucking m4 carbine with him if he's if he's roasting people you know? I,
0: I see him with more of yeah. a
1: nerf gun guy okay but like totally non-lethal Things on him. They probably have security or like a plastic there. Plastic knife. They probably in his have, pocket. They probably have security there. Yeah. Yeah. He but, does seem. He seems unathletic, so I don't think he would have a real anything real. Yeah. He'd go to stand. He'd be like, ah. Oh my god. And then, but he would. But then, I, and then I would make fun of him, and then he'd be like, I've, I have I a hundred billion dollars.
0: So you, you come across the, the this <clears throat> demonic, satanic child sex trafficking ring, whatever it is. So you would go
1: immediately to the authorities um what if the authorities i mean i would take a video just because no one would believe me and yeah then i would i mean like what if they ask you to go on
0: record and they say you, you in order for anything to happen you would have to testify which would make you known to very wealthy powerful people who could essentially pay to have you murdered which people don't think is a thing they're they're you know I have no evidence of murders uh i mean th- there's documented evidence that people have paid to have others killed in the past, and there's people that go to if you're if you have a million dollars and you want someone dead, probably even less than that you can just say here's here's uh five hundred thousand dollars kill David Grosfeld, make it look Good. like an accident as soon as that would name be easy, there, by
1: the way i'm not I'm not hard to kill, yeah. I, I wear AirPods and run in weird space in weird places. Yeah, so just I'm just not really expl- I'm not really hard to kill. Put, I, I, I could easily be stabbed from the back. Put an explosive device in your AirPods. Just, That's listen, how I would do just, it. just listening to Lady Gaga and then, oh my god, god Jesus! I look behind me. It's Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, you're like rah rah rah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm not easy to I'm, I'm I'm I would be easy to kill because I. I don't pay attention to my surroundings. So
0: So you would uh, – because that's the thing. You'd have to make the Also, for everyone listening,
1: please don't – actually, I mean, I don't know if serial killers listen to your podcast, but it's possible. Statistically,
0: there's probably a couple. And now they know I I, I
1: wear AirPods and I can't hear anything at night.
0: If a few thousand people listen to an episode, (laughs) let's say 5,000 for an average episode, you'd have to figure out the percentage of the population that's a serial killer. And then you could extrapolate that to how many, do enough people listen to your episode to make it statistically probable that one of those people is a serial killer?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Well, what state do you think most, like in the US, if you had to pick one state who has the most serial killers? It seems like it's
0: always a Northwest thing,
1: like Washington, Oregon, probably because there's a bunch of places to bury people. Chris Watts was like a Montana guy, right? that killed his family you remember that guy chris watts i yeah uh,
0: killed his family i don't know where he was from but it seems like every time i watch a murder mystery it's some bumfuck town in the pacific northwest so i don't know if it's the weather there or they put something in the water but it seems like a lot of people it's the water yeah it seems like a lot of people get married there and have seemingly peaceful lives and then one day wake
1: up and decide to slaughter their wife and kids Uh, the yellowstone mountains (laughs) really made me pissed off i'm gonna kill my family yeah that's what they that's what they say to themselves in the morning
0: but yeah like how how would you know how would you know what the statistical probability of a serial killer is because we only know? know the
1: ones that get caught yeah, you, you don't, don't actually you don't. know how to I mean, you might out there. You might have data from psycho- psychological studies showing psychopathy, but you don't know. Technically, someone's not a serial killer until they commit the act. So, you're asking about-
0: Well, the act plus one. Because if you uh, just kill one person, you're just a killer. You're just a killer. You have to do it in That's a serial true. fashion.
1: So, let's just say who's, who is a murderer, right? So, you don't know. I mean, you can't judge the come up, like their come up mindset. Like, yeah. unlike, they're not gonna go like, to like they're Drake. They're Drake trying to make <laughs> like, it. Like
0: Drake's dropping songs once a week, trying to fucking get on yeah. the Billboard charts. They have someone that's just killing a jogger every week. Like they're trying to work their way up. They're like, I'm gonna be on the front page one day, dude. I'm on the come up, dude. Hashtag. This guy grind made the Billboard
1: out. top ten, dude. Yeah, good for him, man. Yeah, he's he's probably gonna be in Montana pretty soon. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You gotta. That's the, that's the thing. If you if you're gonna be a serial killer. You have
0: to move to the Pacific Northwest. Do serial killers decide to go to the Pacific Northwest and then kill people, or do they kill people and they're like, ah, like it seems like the people
1: out there are more of my
0: style? I'm gonna move out to Oregon where this is more
1: of a thing. I think they just, I think they just go wherever they won't be seen and hope that they can keep doing the act of. Yeah, like of, they just they just the, try
0: to get some cover in the
1: woods. Yeah. Wh- whatever they said in Zodiac with Jake Gyllenhaal, That that's what they do. I don't know exactly what these guys do, but don't they don't they not no, know what, feelings, no one knows don't no, they no one knows they, for sure. Don't they Yeah, that's don't they don't aren't, aren't there a lot of their brains fucked up like they don't have they don't like their their emotional and uh fear centers are out of whack and they have no empathy and for people and you know like they, they don't see the consequences of their actions yes yeah, so i it seemed my in my uh extremely
0: unexpert opinion from both a personal standpoint and a research standpoint because i haven't researched serial killers that much and i haven't killed that many people so right. I, I can't really speak from an expertise but from what i understand it's uh it, it's most likely a genetic thing that serial killers have inside them, but it's not a predetermined thing so the genetic thing needs to be sparked by some sort of something in their upbringing or an emotional trauma or or yes. something that something that brings the genetic predisposition to the surface. Mm-hmm. And manifest in the form of maybe killing. a trauma. Yeah, I th- I think you need both when you're younger. Because there there are a lot of people that are psychopaths out there or sociopaths that don't kill people. They just learn to become part of society. Maybe their parents realize that they're raising a fucking sociopath when they're three. They they catch their kids strangling pigeons in the backyard. Case and like, in point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I only strangled a couple, but they you 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 find your kid just fucking like snapping squirrels' necks in the backyard, and you're like, we need to get this this uh, kid into therapy. And I'm
1: proud of your son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <Hey>. And
0: and <laughs> if you do that, you could live a life as a sociopath or as a psychopath and not kill people, but I think there are a lot of kids that have the genetic predisposition to it and also fucked up childhoods to mm-hmm. where they don't have the skills to keep their emotions or lack of emotions in check you need you need an outlet for that energy
1: it's also scary yeah and it's scary to think about people how many people would be killers if they didn't have an if they didn't just happen to get into an alternative outlet like their career or music or like rock cl- i don't fucking know what people what serial killers alternatives yeah. would be but imagine if they how many people are just they found something productive for, for, for society society so that they wouldn't be doing crazy shit. There's definitely some of those people. They uh, just well, killing to can
0: be productive. It's just productive in the wrong way. You're getting yeah. things done when you're planning. I mean, I'm murder. sure it's
1: on their to-do lists. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's that,
0: that I wonder it, with like if you break into a serial killer's house and it just looks the same as a productive person that works at a tech company. Like they
1: have a journal and
0: they're like, <laughs> can't wait to kill those three joggers on Friday time eleven fifty seven a.m journal entry one
1: making a mexican omelet right after i'm finished
0: yeah it's like meditate mm-hmm. in the morning mm-hmm. okay plan murder uh do work after that you sound like, a
1: little too you're a little too good at planning that zach yeah no and something that i've heard <laughs> is
0: that serial killers first accuse other people of being good at planning wait it's to take the pressure <laughs> off of themselves
1: no, but, I think th- there would there would be a there would be a productivity journal. Yes, there there would be a, a calendar we, with names. Did we just
0: find a market like a market for a serial kill, like a productivity? But it would serial have to be market. it would have
1: to be black. It would have to be like a black market Amazon. Because look, like, we're
0: we're not doing the killing.
1: It this is like the
0: excuse that. Uh, fucking facebook makes when people make these the fake news campaigns like we're not the ones spreading the misinformation we're just giving a platform for You're it right. we're not the ones doing the killing we're just selling the productivity journals we're just journals giving the medium for it out. We're, exactly. we're providing
1: the medium exactly like mcdonald's were sued they were sued by larger people that thought that they gave them diabetes but McDonald's said nope you ate our chicken dude so yeah. Sorry. That's what our calendar is. Yeah. It's the medium.
0: Medium. The me- the medium <laughs> is the message. Yeah, man. Speaking speaking of suing people, the Johnny Depp
1: Amber Heard trial has come to an end for now. For now, we we do have an active appeal. Yes. From Amber Heard. I don't know all the details, but Johnny Depp has gotten 13 million more than Amber Heard in this trial. That would that would be that would be called a, a large W yeah, for so, Johnny. So Heard
0: was ordered to pay Depp fifteen million in damages, <clears throat> although state rules will limit it to ten point three five million. So Depp gets ten million. And then he has to pay Amber Heard two million for uh the claim of defamation her claim of defamation against his lawyer. So they both won damages, but Depp is getting ten million, herds getting two million, so eight million in profit. That was the outcome of the trial. I'm going to get into, we'll get into our thoughts on the trial now that it's pretty much wrapped up. Yeah, barring the appeal process. But I found this odd article on BuzzFeed News. Like, I don't know what to make of this, but it's the article is it says here's a list of all the celebrities who liked Johnny Depp's Instagram statement. So so Johnny Depp <laughs> Johnny Depp made an Instagram statement.
1: That's actually really important. I'll
0: read it because I actually haven't read it yet. Johnny Depp, after the trial was over. Six years ago, my life, the children, uh, my life, the life of my children and the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people who for many, many years have supported and believed in me were forever changed, all in the blink of an eye. False, very serious, and criminal allegations were levied at me via the media levied that's a good word yes which triggered an endless barrage of hateful content although no charges the the print the the font is weird in this although no charges were ever brought against me it had already traveled around the world yeah Yeah, exactly It, uh, it had already traveled around the world twice within a nanosecond and it had a seismic impact on my life and career and six years later, the jury gave me my life back. I am truly humbled. My decision to pursue this... My decision to pursue this... What the hell? Oh, it's it's reloading. Sorry about that. My decision to pursue this case, knowing very well the height of the legal hurdles that I would be facing and the inevitable worldwide spectacle into my life, was made only after considerable thought. From the beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth regardless of the outcome. Speaking the truth was something I owed my children and to all those who have remained steadfast in their support of me. I feel at peace knowing I have finally accomplished that task. I am and have been overwhelmed by the outpouring of love and the colossal support and kindness from around the world. I hope that my quest to have the truth be told will have helped others, men or women who have found themselves in my situation and those supporting them never give up. I also hope that the position will now return to innocent until proven guilty, both within the courts and in the media. I wish to acknowledge the noble work of the judge, the jurors, the court staff, uh, and basically saying like, thank you to all the people. Judge, jurors,
1: courts, Pirates of Johnny the Caribbean, Depp. every movie director I worked with, all the actors I've ever worked with, and my family.
0: And so this article, like like this article is literally just listing people. 16 million people liked Johnny Depp's post. Amber Heard made a post that got three hundred thousand likes. So right away, we know who won the trial because
1: it's basically. What did she on say? By, I'm actually curious what she said. I, d- I don't know exactly what she Can said. Can we find out what she said or no? I yeah. feel like that would be an interesting comparison too. Yeah, let me. Uh, doing a live search here for Amber Heard's post trial. But, but Yeah, as, as we're searching, doesn't and that, you don't have if it's if it's you don't have to bring it up. It's hard to find, but no,
0: I'm going to bring it. But but as we're searching, doesn't it strike you as odd that? there's an article on BuzzFeed that's literally just listing the celebrities who liked Johnny Depp's Instagram posts. It's like saying, we're going to remember this.
1: No, well, I think it's just, first of all, the point of BuzzFeed is to get fucking clicks. And more so that, you know, you remember when Joe Rogan was talking about Alex, Alex was freaking out and he's like, Alex, they're just making these articles to get clicks. You realize that? I think that like just saying that they're, they're finding titles that will make you like you clicked on it like yeah so like they're just finding titles that it all it is kind of messed up too it's like we will you're you're now on a you're on a hit list now and someone's gonna get you because because yeah. you like that but also it's like such a weird title that like maybe someone would click on it on Oh, uh, fucking Owen Wilson uh, is back and like the uh, article, and... but but it's like <laughs> I,
0: I know it's just for click. It's wow. like a catchy headline, wow. like find out who liked Depp's versus Heard statement. But it's wow. kind of it's kind of a weird thing. Mm. By the way, no verified people liked Amber Heard's uh, post. It said in the Woo! article. <laughs> um. No, I mean we're, we're just I we're mean, just talking about the trial.
1: She did win. She did kind of win something, right? She, she got two million dollars. She like, won two million. What was that for? Was, were the, was there some? Did he? Did was, was there some abuse from Johnny Depp? Or no, or was Johnny. It just, Depp, Johnny
0: Depp's lawyer said something about Amber Heard, it, and then she sued for defamation over that. So she was awarded two million. Johnny Depp got ten point or fifteen, but he's only getting paid ten.
1: Is but this, I'm just like it's yeah. weird
0: to follow. Yeah, like, with that article, Buzzfeed yeah. sum up of this thing.
1: That's so Buzzfeed. Though. Part
0: of it was like, but but it's just like a weird sentiment that yeah. you're gonna we're gonna list all the celebrities. We're gonna kill you because it's kind you. of like it's kind of like uh, like we're we'll remember who was on Depp's side and who was on Heard's side, even though Depp was the innocent one. I don't I don't see that type of article being released on Amber Heard's side if she won the trial, where it was like all the celebrities who liked Amber Heard's post, and we're going to list it out. They're not saying fuck you, but they're almost saying, like, here it is, just we, so we, we know who you are.
1: We live in a world where... We live in a world where you can get canceled for liking someone else's post. That's yeah. just what it is. <laughs> Do you want to <laughs> hear Amber Heard's post? Yeah, go for it. It's shorter.
0: <laughs> um So Amber Heard wrote fuck that's that was it
1: well I mean dude I would... no, she said uh, the, <laughs> the disappointment
0: I feel today is beyond words I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power influence or sway of my ex-husband I'm even more disappointed what this verdict means for other women it is a setback it sets back the clock to a time when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated it sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously i believe johnny's attorney succeeded in getting the jury to overlook the key issue of freedom of speech and ignore the evidence that was so conclusive we won in the uk i'm sad i lost the case but i'm sadder still that i have lost a right that i thought i had as an american to speak freely and openly
1: Look, I feel bad for both of them. I think it was a crazy-ass relationship. It, it was a toxic... I mean, let's just be happy it didn't culminate in a Gabby Petito situation, and it ended here. You know? What do you mean? Like,
0: if they killed... If they uh, Amber a, Heard a, Johnny ro- Depp or Johnny Depp killed her. Yeah.
1: Went, went on a road trip and and uh, met with some cops. They said it was okay, and then, you know, they were done in the woods. Yeah, that was it. I mean, look, dude, this is a lesson to learn. This is a lesson also to end relationships. If you can't figure it out, it's not going to work. Get out of there, man. I mean, there's something addicting about trauma. Clearly, people stay in these relationships with this shit going on. And yeah, and you feel like it's like it's almost like a It's actually addictive to be to have the drama and all this shit. And you want to stay in it, but just get the fuck out, you know, and get out on time um well i think and, and also record everything
0: yeah <laughs> record <laughs> record mm-hmm. it uh shit on your partner's bed if things aren't going well exactly but yeah i mean i've done it of, three times already part part of uh, p- one of the things one of the major things that i took away from watching the testimony and i spoke a little bit about this on the podcast a few weeks ago but just watching Amber Heard and Johnny Depp on the stand, yeah. taking away who was telling the truth, who wasn't. I believe Johnny Depp was more authentic and genuine, and Amber Heard seemed very rehearsed, but also emotional. Johnny uh, Depp yeah. obviously ended up winning very, the, he, the verdict, but uh, yes. he... That's he. That answer. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp yes. and Amber Heard went through an emotionally such t- a, a, a large amount of emotional turmoil and it was sh- such a shitstorm that it wasn't this that the media kind of portrayed it as this white knight Johnny Depp against the the dark knight the this dark energy Amber Heard mm-hmm. and even though Amber Heard abused Johnny Depp there, there's no excuse for that at all right but it wasn't this white versus uh, like this light versus dark mm-hmm. situation. They no. they were they're both they both had so many problems. They were both locked in this toxic whirlwind of yeah, energy. They needed help. And Amber Heard chose to get physical. Chose to throw bottles at him. Chose to hit him. Chose to beat him. And they it seems like they fed off of each other. And this trial put front and center, um, why it is so hard to leave someone who is abusing you. And I've never had an experience being in an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. but you could see there were genuine moments where you could see the love that they had for each other in the way that they spoke. And they were thinking back to past memories and, and reflecting
1: it's still very raw. Still, I think st- when, st- when did they very break raw, up? actually still
0: very raw, right. uh, I don't know if it was like 2016 2017 something like that but you could see that this was not a clean break of this person's right this person's wrong they both were found guilty of some sort of defamation and they both did things in the relationship and spoke about things and had to testify about things that they're not proud of. Right, but the, the the nail in the coffin was amber heard physically abusing johnny depp and painting the picture of him as a violent abuser which they both said fucked up shit to each other but the evidence seems to suggest that johnny depp did not go that extra step and hit amber heard or or hit her
1: back yeah man it's uh it's fun it's it's like you you it's almost like a um we saw like a court case slash like couples therapy it, it, you know it, like it felt like both at the same time because you could feel them like he wouldn't look at her he wouldn't even stare at her yeah and uh like you had Also, that's inside- hard man like just yeah. go what if you like your your sandwich is like to the right and he has to go like and then, like eat the pickle Grab it. Do you look? She's at like over. She's like. Do over you there. have to move your head?
0: So just uh, for people listening, David, <laughs> like to look six inches to his left. Dave moved his head like this. Yeah. Trying to demonstrate how Johnny Depp would eat a sandwich during the trial without would, making eye contact. Exactly. With Amber Heard.
1: He would eat like he would turn like this. Amber Heard's over here. Because it's easy to while you're eating, it's easy to forget and look up at her. So he would turn his head like this. Grab the sandwich, bring it around, put it into his mouth. Facing his lawyer, right here, uh, looking so, at his So that's that's interesting for you. Your eyes
0: are locked mm-hmm. into position. So if you want to look to the left, you have to move your entire head to the left. You can't just go like this.
1: Yeah, like I so. I my neck is connected to my eyes. So, <laughs> yes.
0: so yes. So you,
1: in, in order, if you want to look two inches
0: to the right. You have to physically swivel your head to the right. You cannot just move your eyes and keep your head still. Very interesting. Very interesting. Be honest. There it is again. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. I think that's, yeah, yeah. So just, there. what So what did you, uh, yep, <laughs> hello. What What did you think about uh, Camille sure. Vasquez, the lawyer?
1: Amazing. She's one of the best lo- Especially after seeing the, um, the lawyer against... Fu- uh, what the fuck is this name? Uh, Who's the kid who, like, defended... Or- Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse, that whole sh- shit show. Yeah. No matter what happened there, the accusing lawyer was so fucking bad. I mean, she was good anyway, even with nothing to compare to. But just seeing that on national television, I think I needed a refresher. Like, can someone show me w- a good lawyer on TV? You're talking about Camille Vasquez. (laughs) So she was, I thought she was great. I thought she was confident, wasn't afraid to call out the other. I don't, I don't know what all the words meant when she was saying all of this irrelevant and objection. Uh, I think I know what those mean, but there's a couple other ones where I don't know. She was just yelling words, but so confident doing that and just, just, just winning, you know? So I liked her. her Watching her. I sound so stupid to any lawyers out there right now. That's hearsay. That's
0: hearsay. Objection. Fuck. Relevance. That's hearsay. 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 Uh, Uh, Watching uh, Camille Vasquez control the pace of the trial. Especially with Amber Heard's cross examination, it, it made me think about the pacing of a UFC fighter or a boxer, how when you the, usually the person who wins the fight is the person who is controlling the pace. And so when you're when you feel like you're on the ropes and your opponent is enforcing their pace upon you, you can counter and bring the pace back to something you feel comfortable with. And when Camille Vasquez was questioning Amber Heard, she, uh, Camille had total control over the pace of being calm and kind of being nice with Amber Heard. And then she would pick up the pace a little bit and the questions would be more rapid fire. And Amber Heard wouldn't pause at all. She she paused sometimes, but like she got caught up in the momentum of Camille Vasquez questioning. And I'm talking just purely on the technique she was using as a lawyer answering questions, which, you know, again, I have no experience doing that, but I'm just observing it as an audience member. She's like, you could see, it it gave me an appreciation for how technical and how planned and how strategic Camille Vasquez is in the execution to where she was controlling the pace and the, the momentum of everything going on. And it didn't seem like Amber Heard, Knew how to combat that. She went with Vasquez as the questioning got quicker, mm. and when Camille Vasquez was like, "You did this and you did this," and you Amber her would be like, "Yeah, no, yeah," and and she w- she kind of looked like she was uh, deer in headlights for a lot of the, the testimony, yeah. and also yeah. maybe because a lot of it had to do with she wasn't she was saying something she didn't
1: feel didn't, like was the truth, didn't feel passionate about.
0: Yeah, and then Johnny Depp, when he was on the stand, you can tell he had that timing and that that inner clock of controlling the pace, whether he got that from acting. I'm sure a lot of that, it comes from acting. And, and also Camille Vasquez possibly, you know, probably coached him on that, you know, controlled the pace. But th- there were moments where Johnny Depp was in a tough spot during the trial, being asked a tough question. And the lawyer uh, for the other side, for Amber Heard, is obviously trying to like pick up the pace and get him to answer. And he would take a sip of water take mm. his time. He would take a really long time to read something. And yes. I'm not saying he was like purposely trying to um waste time, but he had no issue using the space that he needed to answer a question. He f- he never felt like he was being forced into an answer. He didn't feel like he was being rushed at all. And and Vasquez on the other hand felt like she could build up to the climax get the answer that she wanted to look for or that that she knew would kind of nail the case shut and
1: well that's almost really
0: didn't have a defense for that
1: that some people say when you're who i don't know for sure whether she was telling the truth but some people say when you're not telling the truth you tend to over explain actually like, yeah. you, you try to make sure, like, I'm lying to you where I was last night. I'll try to make sure all the things are in place about it. I was doing this. It smelled like this. I was, I, I then I went to do this. And someone that, someone that is telling the truth, they, they're confident. They know no one can shake them. So they're just like, yeah. Yeah. Johnny's like. For example, like, if, 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 you example,
0: if, if, uh, if your girlfriend texted you. Did you? I, I saw you sent a text to a girl Clarissa last night, right? D- d- like, what what was that about? And you were like, "Oh, Clarissa, I sent that at eight thirty seven p.m. Her text was green. <laughs> I think she had an Android, but yeah, we were talking about things for the biology test next week. It was a green text. She has yeah. an Android,
1: and and specifically, we were talking about DNA mutations, and specifically, the nucleotide was an AT. Uh, bond we uh, went over it for about 34 minutes and then we went to another textbook and then we started talking about chemistry and we did that for about 32 minutes but I I definitely that was definitely what was happening with Clarissa
0: yeah and that's why
1: (laughs) you're a liar because I asked you a simple question and I gave you and I gave you an explanation about nucleot- miss, miss nucleotides. <laughs> misheard, misheard, misheard. Respectfully, yeah. My question. No, but uh, I, I will say whatever I want. Yoti. Johnny, Johnny's the abuser. Johnny's the abuser. My dog got stung by a bee. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was she that? She said that in a trial. Oh my god! She stepped on a bee. She said her dog stepped on a bee. Dog she stepped said, on a bee. It's on YouTube. My my dog stepped on a bee oh god
0: yeah (laughs) but but to me (laughs) like people are talking about how herd was getting dragged through the coals during the trial because she was a woman if you look at the evidence the complete star of this trial even more than Johnny Depp in my opinion was a woman it was Camille Vasquez she was an absolute celebrity on Instagram TikTok YouTube people loved her yeah and yes she She's was great. defending Johnny Depp and and so you know maybe more people are on Johnny Depp's side so yeah. she uh was getting more attention but as a woman she was the fucking like she was the heart of that trial she was setting the tone she was setting the pace you know, she she was getting all these the, the the clips about her. It so to me the the that defense of people really... yeah, the narrative that Amber Heard lost cause she's a woman, people loved Camille Vasquez
1: and everyone in she's the a case woman. was a woman except Johnny Depp. It's not cause of that. Well her, there were other lawyer...
0: lawyers too that were men. There were but yeah, th- if, right. if people were deciding who to like in this case, based on if you have a penis or a vagina, then Camille Vasquez would not have gotten the attention Five-year-olds, she Five-year-olds, close your ears. Hmm. Camille Vasquez would not have gotten the attention that she did if the reason that Amber Heard was getting all this negative attention on Twitter was because she's a woman. I think it's because she came off inauthentic. She just was not likable on the stand. She was doing this weird thing with her face where she was... Scrunching her face like you would cry, which I'm. I'm not. I I think I'm a pretty ugly crier. I'm not saying you are.
1: I, I'm not exactly it's really bad. It is, especially when watching Marley. It's and, disgusting. Mar, when when we watched Marley and me last night, it was unbelievable. Yeah, I was
0: mm. crying when I thought the dog would survive, and then, but um, yeah, that was unfortunate. It's it's she, she was Owen doing Wilson. this. Yeah. Wow. Wow. She was doing this weird thing with her face where she, it's not that she was, oh, like, an ugly crier, which, you know, is, is fine. She wasn't tearing. Like, there was no wetness on her face. And I don't know if there's a medical condition out there that can explain it or whatever, but she would scrunch up her face like she was going to cry, but there was never any sort of moisture or tears that were running down her face, which just seemed odd. And it, it yeah. she would go from crying to being fine within a span of 10 seconds and i'm not i'm not saying that you have to react some sort of way to appear normal or truthful after being abused everyone appears how they appear and i don't agree with the fact that an abused person looks like this or they have to react like this or lying no i'm not saying that but it just struck me as odd with some of the movements like the, the the dry crying or the way she was only looking at the jury when she would answer. She would never look Camille Vasquez in the face. The way she was staring down Johnny Depp when he would answer. It just her mannerisms, the 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 way that she answered questions, like it, it just didn't come off as likable. It didn't come off as authentic. And I I, I think it's deeper than just being the one who's guilty as humans there's probably something hardwired into us biologically that makes us dislike people who lie Mm because if you think about it back in the day when we're fucking you know basically apes running around in tribes you could die if someone lied to you if someone if someone said you know is can you eat this berry or was there a bear back in the river that we were just at, and that person was a liar.
1: I would eat every berry.
0: <coughs> yeah, th- it it, w- it would be it would be dangerous. So we probably have some sort of mechanism that makes us feel kind of like cringy yeah. if someone is lying. Like that feeling, I I can't
1: describe it. Like you're looking at Amber Heard. We have bullshit. I don't know how to. De- I don't know what what it is <coughs> in a our brain. A bullshit detector. That's a good detector. way to put
0: it. I think our bio, we yeah. have a primal bullshit detector that has evolved over thousands of years and a lot of that came out in the form of of twitter and social media it gave an outlet for that bullshit detector
1: yeah and well the fbi even studies this they can't they they look at your words and gestures and and they're they're trained to see lying i think i'm pretty sure they're trained to see like in these hostage hostage negotiations and interviews in the in the precinct they're trained to, s- to see that shit yeah maybe she could have dude amber could have had like a uh you know one of those like water packs for hiking she could have like snuck one up like near her eyes and then just and then just started crying yeah like she and, puts and, the eye drops in and,
0: in front of the jury in front of everyone she just like obviously geez. just puts them in her tear ducts and starts crying
1: she's like can i take a lunch break quick comes back in five it's just like soaked under yeah <laughs> no uh, yeah I'm that would like, uh, be funny but I yeah did, it's just like this amber we know what you did your face is yeah faces so it's it's it's
0: not a man it, or woman thing it's an authenticity thing for me yeah. just like when someone is say, it's not just lying it's lying with confidence it's like it's like saying things boldly that are not true i think is really what gets people because it's the combination of being lied to But also the unlikability of stating things as fact. And she kind of had the air of, obviously, like, I was abused. Like, Like, there's no room to not believe me. Whereas when Johnny Depp was talking about things, he seemed much more open. He seemed much more willing to answer, much more curious, much more in the moment where it wasn't a performative answer. You know what I mean? It, it Yeah, he it,
1: played like he put he was he was like a the humble victim, very calm and patient. She was very expressive, almost came off as a little bit arrogant. And I'm not saying. I mean, we don't know ex- the exact details of everything that happened, but like it, it came off as uh, something about the way it was being said, it just, it just, it was too much. It was almost as if it was like an acting class. And I don't know. Trial is theater. That's what I've picked up on. It is, but there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. It's, it's, you you have
0: to, you can't just ask the right questions as a lawyer. You have to perform. And also the, you know, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, their job is not just to tell the truth; it's to tell the truth in a way that is convincing. And I and I realize this watching the the Rittenhouse trial, watching the Depp Heard trial, that if you are presenting a, a a facts to people, if you're presenting evidence to people, the number one thing that matters is telling the story in a convincing engaging fashion Mm -hmm. and in order to tell a story you need to show emotions you need to perform in some aspect and i don't think performing is a negative thing in the courtroom camille vasquez is an assassin at it she she was very emotional at times questioning amber heard like she had looks of disgust like you're like you're not the victim are are you like he he's the victim just like straight up like she did not hide her contempt for amber heard at all and she was kind to johnny depp and i think that played to her strength that she was willing to channel the emotions into it and before watching these trials i had thought in my mind that what makes a good lawyer someone that's cold calculated doesn't get emotional but now watching this i am more of the opinion that a great lawyer uses their emotions in a controlled way. You never let your emotions control you, but the lawyer controls their emotions and uses the emotions of the trial, weaves them together with the facts, and creates a story that is compelling to the jury. And Johnny Depp and Camille Vasquez and the the rest of Depp's team did that so much better mm. than Heard's side. Mm-hmm. And... It, it, it's storytelling and, and heard heard side I guess you, you would try to um, discredit the other side, which try to, but like the performative aspect in the courtroom is something that I did not realize like how much that is part of the trial. It, it is, it, it is a performance. You have to perform for the jury. Oh, you and know, dude, the scent of a woman. Yeah. What's the famous line?
1: No, he goes, gotcha!
0: (laughs) And that is your Al Pacino impression. Gotcha! The exact opposite of Al Pacino's voice. High-pitched and gotcha! But not a snitch! Gotcha! (laughs) (laughs) But he's not (laughs) a snitch!
1: Told ya! (laughs) Honey! (laughs) Gotcha!
0: Uh-uh, not in this house. Gotcha. Not a snitch.
1: <laughs> but he's not a snitch. <laughs> he's a snitch. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not, <laughs> not bad. Couple of fives. What if you just,
0: if you had no training as a lawyer, so the only thing you did to prepare for Watch the death trial <laughs> was just to repeat lines from other
1: uh, trial movies? <laughs> Morality of the school. <laughs> now, not we, a now we just, Yeah, now it just sound like Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> that, but, but yeah, I what's mean, what's another? Oh, it, oh, it, oh. it, it is. There, what's the Tom Cruise one where it's uh, uh, the truth? Oh, Jerry you, you, you can't handle the truth. What's that movie? I forget. Uh, it's in a court scene. Yeah. Oh, uh, can't handle the truth. Now that still oh, sounds like uh, not Jerry Maguire. It's, but that was Jack uh, Nicholson. Said that right? I forget who. It was. A few good men. A few good men. Yeah, that's a good one too. And then, and then you have uh, my cousin Vinny as well. There's a lot. Yeah, the, it, it, yeah, yeah. that's what I would do. If I hmm. didn't
0: know anything about law, I would spend the night before the, the trial just memorizing famous lines for other movies, working on not, – not working on my accent because I can't do impressions, but just delivering them regardless of – what the judge said or anyone said, I would just have lines prepared one through a hundred, and I would just work through them as I open my mouth. <laughs> and
1: just and-, to e- and just any statement they said, yeah. you go to the next one. Yeah. What's number four? <laughs> you can't handle the. truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just like, what? Can you state your name, please?
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What? What? What do you think this trial means? For the future of entertainment and, and this kind of public courtroom law, because it, it, the, the numbers on this trial were fucking insane. That all the YouTube videos were A in lot the, of TikToks the, the dozens as well. of millions. TikTok was off the charts, Tons Instagram of was off the charts, like even more than the Rittenhouse trial. There were videos commenting on the Depp Heard trial that would consistently get 10 million views. I, like it, it was fucking insane. The numbers that the this whole... Spe- it, it truly was a spectacle.
1: Well, first of all...
0: The content was First amazing. of
1: all, I, I think that... Yeah, it was. From um, a content standpoint, I it think was just, so interesting. Just the close-ups. Just the fact that you had this story going through it. Like, Johnny won't look at her. You got Camille Vasquez, who was a badass. You got Amber making these faces. You got... <laughs> uh, I also I think the lesson for Hollywood is don't I don't know whether Johnny was rejected from films or he just didn't even try to do some films, but don't write someone off without like without evidence because I think he isn't that part of the reason he sued because if he I mean he probably makes like ten million a. Twenty oh, million, more, dude. He got he got he, pulled from
0: he, Pirates. He did. He's. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. He, so he he's he, suing because of the amount of money he that and he would have made had Which his is hard sponsors prove, in Hollywood but... not dropped him. But you know who didn't dro- drop him? Who? Dior Savage. The wait, cologne. Like
1: the fucking cologne. Of I cor- have Johnny. Of course, course they cologne. didn't. Oh, you did, Zach? Zach? Are you wearing it right now? No, but I okay. wish I was. I I, could... I I supported Johnny Depp by buying Dior Savage. I'll. I'll buy it, too. And for everyone out there, Dior Sauvage at your nearest uh, uh, Macy's. There it is. But uh, I I think you shouldn't write someone off immediately. Definitely see. I mean, do some do you have to write someone off until you see what happened? Because I know there will be like. For example, you got Trevor Bauer in the MLB. They don't know the exact evidence, but do you do do organizations have to ban you until they know that you're innocent? Here, because the, they're possibly they're possibly holding you on while you possibly abuse someone. Here's the thing: you, as a private business owner,
0: it, it just as like from a business standpoint, you do have to protect yourself. So, if it were me, if I was the head of a Hollywood studio. I would have an internal investigation into Johnny Depp and the allegations have an independent third party look into it and then give me a report of these are the allegations. This is the evidence that's out there right now. This is what we think. Does it have any weight? What Amber Heard is accusing Johnny Depp of. And I would have to look at that as a studio head and decide. And whatever I decided, I would be honest with Johnny Depp and say, like, listen, you know we don't know what happened this is what it seems like this is the evidence available right now and either we're moving forward with this project or not moving forward with this project but that's not what happens it's always someone gets accused especially uh, a woman accusing a man of anything and the dude just immediately like gets fired and 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 there is obviously there's abuse that happens and people that should get fired but there's there's this um, trigger reaction to a man getting accused of something like Johnny Depp and then immediately cutting ties with him before any investigation is done, which to me is not right because you're putting the career of someone out of their control. If anyone, let, let's say I was, uh, the, uh, the Oxoro podcast, the Aux got picked up by Spotify or something. And, Out of nowhere, some woman that I've never met accused me of rape and I didn't do it. (coughs) And Spotify just dropped me. Yeah. And they might like, I understand the willingness and the need to protect yourself as a company, but there seems like there needs to be a middle ground between just letting someone work and not have any investigation and just firing them without an investigation like have yeah. some sort of internal <clears throat> look in the mirror and talk to the person try to talk to both sides and be like look this is what we can do right now this is what happened yeah we're leaning towards hanging on to you we're going to support you we don't believe you did it even though it makes us look bad in the media we're willing to take hits um possibly in the short term to have you long term because uh, we 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 believe you or you could go the other way and say look we think you're a fucking lying sack of shit and we're dropping you and it's also in our business's best interest
1: yeah i think and also that's something it's something you shouldn't worry about until it happens like it shouldn't keep you from trying to move your career forward like you can't predict when a crazy person will come along and and say something but um i mean i think that the fear is that this guy then whoever's accused could be like a, like a Harvey Weinstein character or like a Bill Cosby or fucking Ted Bundy or whatever. Yeah. I, but clearly, I mean, I mean, we've seen in other cases that guys are let off and, and it goes both ways. It's just that I think in these types of encounters, usually it's, it's a, it's a one way accusation, but I, I mean, you have to, uh, it, it is tough because it's like, Usually there's not there's no video of these a lot of these things are like sexual encounters or abuse and you you don't have you don't have video of this. So it's 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 a lot of going off of word and you have to present the evidence. Um and I guess our society is innocent until proven guilty, right? I mean and so like uh, the, the the thing is though you're innocent until proven guilty but a private company can do it can do what they want with you so it it, it is very tricky you you want to you just don't, you want to make sure you also don't let someone get away when they actually did something so it, yeah it, i'm just trying to, it you is remi-
0: to you reminded me of an article that was posted i, I think it was uh, fuck i'm for, i'm forgetting what it was but there there was an op-ed on amber Heard. i forget exactly the the quote from it i, I read it this morning as i was preparing for topics to talk about for the podcast and
1: oh i had my topic there
0: was there is this sentiment in this new york times post in the op-ed that you know if if abuse if you don't get abuse on video or on camera it didn't happen. That that Which was the person, The the person the person who uh, wrote the op-ed seemed like she was more on the side of Amber Heard, and saying she was saying things along the lines of, "This trial just shows that if you don't get your abuse on camera, if you're not filming it, it never happened." It to me, it seemed like the complete opposite. It, Johnny Depp uh, or Amber Heard was accusing Johnny Depp of things like literally beating her over the face with rings on his finger. Mm-hmm. And there were but photos they, they of they brought her face photos without bruises. There were right? photos of her face in clear what? daylight of her face looking perfect. And granted you can cover up blemishes and, and marks with makeup.
1: You can. Yeah. But if
0: someone, but
1: I think she said she didn't have makeup on in yeah. some
0: of the photos, but in, in a lot of the photos, the, they would bring up photos of her face and she would say, yeah, you don't ha- – this is the night after the, you right, say yeah. Johnny Depp punched you in the face with rings on right. your finger. And she's like, yeah. And Camille Vasquez would say, well, there's nothing on your face here. And Amber Heard would say, well, nothing you could see. I have I have makeup on and you could hide the swelling with ice and stuff like that. Yeah. If I rocked you in the face right now with rings on, I don't care how much makeup you put on. You would not be able to cover the effects of that. Oh yeah, no night, chance, The dude. night after
1: that, no chance, no so, chance. You you you're you're going to have a mark of circles on your face, and it's it, <laughs> and, and so it's it's and not, You're gonna be and they're gonna be at least bleeding if if, if, if a fist a fist to your face with yeah. metal on it is yeah. going to create a. I didn't see all the pictures, by the way, but it, yeah, I I, heard, I think I saw one where they're like, you you don't have you don't seem to have a mark here and she's like well i'm i don't know yeah so it's it's not the
0: fa- it's, it's not if you don't film your abuse it doesn't it, it doesn't happen it's that there were photos of marks and yeah. other things on her that may or may not have been self-inflicted but a, a lot of the things there were photos of a lot of uh, during a lot of the timeline that Amber Heard was alleging the abuse happened it's just that the photos didn't show shit so that's why it th- no, didn't right. work out you're in her right. favor. The, yeah. the, if she had photos of her that w- w- where she had marks on her face and fit the timeline and looked like it was someone that would slap you in the face with rings, if the evidence in the photos and videos suggested that she was getting abused, people would gladly say, yeah, like you got abused. Or, or, or even if the photos didn't even exist, but Johnny Depp... Was seemed like he was lying on the stand and his timeline didn't match up. If if these roles were reversed and Amber Heard had the authenticity of Johnny Depp and Johnny Depp kind of had like the put-offishness of Amber Heard, I think most people would have sided with uh, Amber Heard like they did with Depp. It's not the fact that you need to capture your abuse in some way in order for people to believe it. People are very willing to believe victims. It's just that We're not willing to put up with the bullshit. The bullshit detector.
1: Yes. And we have it. I have that radar. I have bullshit radar. Yeah. And uh, it's it's vibrate. Wait, it's... Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my... And then near an honest person, pretty calm. And, yeah, so that's not surprising. So... so Mm. I, I think
0: we should uh, we should end off with something, looking towards the future.
1: A quote from Alex Jones. Oh yeah, there 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 is a uh, there's another quote, but
0: I I I just wanted oh, yeah, to say yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead. This trial, like we said, did wild numbers, and whenever you have something, especially in Hollywood, that does insane numbers, there's a lot of planning and sketchy things that are moving around it with agents Mm. and studios and things like that people are seeing the 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 netflix subscriptions drop people are dropping netflix but a hundred million plus people tuned into this trial and people are noticing in hollywood i would not be surprised if there's some sort of like new market for this type of public abusive courtroom content where like people are celebrities are hashing it out in court because the from a content from an entertainment standpoint it did so well it's so engaging and i don't I, i i don't know who it will be but i think sometime in the next three years there's gonna be some trial with a celebrity couple will smith and jada Will Smith and Jada,
1: it's going to the, be them where and they, will, do it, they will go to
0: trial just for the coverage because of how fucking
1: they'll reenact a the slap. Yeah.
0: Cause like <laughs> Amber, Amber, Heard was, she, she wasn't an afterthought in Hollywood, but she was, you know, she's not a uh, fucking Will Smith, but now and, she's
1: actually much bigger now because of the trial. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if and there, Johnny's fame stayed the same cause he's fucking cause he's Johnny Depp. I think well, his fame stayed this. His fame maybe it went up rose a little bit. for maybe, sure, maybe.
0: but people also now have the more true opinion of him. Right, right, right. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's a celebrity couple scheming that decides to go to trial for something yeah. that didn't happen in the way that they say it did. Like they, they almost like a planned celebrity trial where they get together and they're like, "Hey, I'm going to accuse you of this." you're going to defend it like none of it actually happened but we're going to make this scene because two billion people are going to watch this trial i don't know how many people tuned into johnny Depp. i remember going into
1: i maybe a-rod j-lo could be a good one i i get re- back together could the, be. Yeah. i remember
0: tuning into the johnny depp live stream on the the youtube and it was like 1.2 million people watching right now yeah. Like, the live stream of the fucking trial. And I was like, holy shit. Like, this isn't views. This is fucking just people on their laptops and phones yeah. tuning into this right now. So, I think when you have something that does so well from an entertainment standpoint, there are slimy mm-hmm. people that are going to see that and use that system to up their fame. But so, I wouldn't it, be but surprised. How
1: is, oh, just, but the only thing they would get from it is is a little bit more fame.
0: A little bit more fame. But people do a lot of shit for and it's not a little bit more fame it's a lot more fame
1: but also the problem is at least one person in the couple has to be pretty famous because if it's just some two unknown if it's just two unknown actors it's like this is big because it's johnny depp and then amber kind of got i mean amber was in some movies too but obviously johnny depp's more famous and that helped increase her exposure as well but but I know what you're saying, dude. Maybe Netflix should well, buy a fucking uh, streaming lease for well, these big, uh, court it's, cases.
0: It's big because <laughs> of Johnny Depp, but it's also it's also big because of the public expose of this private relationship. So I don't I don't think it has to be a Johnny Depp type figure for mm-hmm. the trial to get this much attention this much attention i think people are fascinated to look behind the celebrity in hollywood to look into the private life yeah what's even going- if it's not like a bonafide a-list star I, and again i don't know who it's going to be but mark my words i'm telling you like there will be some trial that goes to trial believe, where they would have you. settled it outside of court but yeah. they, they choose to bring it to trial because they see the Johnny Depp Amber Heard. So not shit. something
1: like, made up, like an actual issue. Yeah, I think, but I think
0: it'll be a celebrity couple's having an issue and they're like, fuck, like, should we just bring this to trial and just get two billion streams? Because look at what Johnny Depp and Amber Heard did. That Johnny Depp obviously is a huge star. Amber Heard he's already is attractive. P- she's somewhat of a star. Now she's in the fucking stratosphere. I don't know if people will work for her now or work with her now, but it's no question that there are slimy people in Hollywood who want eyeballs and with eyeballs come the contrived attempt to get fame in dishonest ways.
1: I, yeah, that, I mean, dude, it should, uh, I wouldn't, they should put it on Netflix, honestly. Um, he's already, he's already, he's playing shows already. He plays guitar. They already showed him playing, uh,
0: Plain life. Dude, if, ne- if Netflix was smart, yeah. they would, because Netflix is losing subscribers, if Netflix was smart, they would try to get the rights for the next trial, this yeah. next celebrity type trial to only watch it on Netflix instead of watching it on YouTube. Probably more people would have watched it if they could do it on Netflix because you had to be on your laptop or phone to see it on YouTube. If you could just sit back and put on Goku.
1: Or just release a a mini series on this. Oh, no doubt there will
0: be. 100% will be some sort of compilation
1: but are they losing subscribers because they just peaked they finally peaked and they're just now they're just going i, I don't should think you so. ever is that a good measure like should you always be going up in subscribers as a company or is it like um i mean
0: obviously it's mm. good to go up in subscribers but from my understanding netflix leans heavily on their originals like house of cards how many do they have by and the shit way. like that know. stranger things and now hbo showtime like even i stopped watching netflix as much as i did because other platforms like showtime have amazing fucking content too so now i think there's just so much out there that it's not apple
1: tv is great hbo it's
0: it's not enough to just have one good show anymore you have to put out fucking bangers for people to want to subscribe and have good options
1: uh, uh, at the first quarter of this year they had 221.6 million subscribers that's a go. That's a good chunk of change chunk there. Of change. And w- what is it 9 a month? It would be fi- it would be a they, billion
0: if they streamed Johnny Depp Amber Heard. It would
1: it would, that would quadruple instantly yeah. if they uh if they did that. But, but that's uh
0: let's uh let, let's end off on
1: a quote let's from end off on the quote. Bill Cosby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's end off on I we we picked out this quote to uh to go through. From a Zen monk named E.Q. Sojun. (laughs) E.Q. Sojun. E.Q.
1: Sojun. Yes. Yes. He's a a,
0: a Zen monk who broke religious taboos. Yes, a Buddhist monk. And I'm learning more about this person now through a podcast called History on Fire by Daniel Bellelli. But E.Q. Sojun, I-K-K-Y-U-S-O-J-U-N, he said, throw me into hell and I'll find a way to
1: enjoy it. Yeah, we Throw were dis- me into hell and I'll find a way to enjoy it. We were discussing that yesterday. We were discussing that yesterday because I just completely just said that to the fucking side of the mic. And uh Yeah, that reminded me that I mean I think that's on discussing the inevitability of pain in your life, as well as being grateful for where you're at enjoy you're going to run into difficult circumstances but um to just be able to first of all know that with time it'll probably heal it's really hard to see that but with enough time you'll probably be okay not always but like 99 of the time if you give it a year or something you'll be okay and then also just know that suffering and pain are just normal parts of life i i think it's you don't have to experience crazy shit but i feel like that's the most fulfilling part of life to take these risks like um whatever they are whatever whatever your fears are go into that hell in your mind and battle it and you'll realize it wasn't so bad it was it was just a anticipatory thing like yeah, yeah, you know, like throw me into great... hell
0: and I'll find a way to enjoy it. Yeah, it's like you're you're in a fucking shitty situation. You're in hell.
1: Like Johnny, they both were Johnny Depp. Yeah, they both were, and they found a way that now it's solved. Well, jo- Johnny
0: could've... Depp seemed like he was. I think this is why he was so likable too, because he was legitimately having moments of enjoyment on the stand where his entire private life is being dragged through the public discourse, Do- him doing drugs, all this shit, uh, saying I'm disgusting sorry. things shit. to each other. No, you're, you're good. Uh, it's, you gotta, you gotta burp out that the hell. That you gotta was... burp out the hell. Um, but he, he seemed like he was genuinely having fun at many, during many moments on the stand where he would like laugh, say something funny the people in the audience uh, people in the courtroom would respond there were even points where the judge had to say like no reactions please no because johnny depp would say something and get people to laugh so that that's a it's a fitting quote for this because johnny depp seems like the type of person who stumbled upon fame back in 1994 when he was put in nightmare on elm street Mm -hmm. he came to la to be a musician Stumbled into acting. Did he really? I yeah. didn't even know that. Yeah, he he's.
1: That's why he's doing this shit. Yeah, yeah. He
0: he's been a musician for a very long time, and it seems like if you stripped away all the fame from him, he would still find a way to be who he is and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Finding a place to sit. In, not that if you don't have fame, you're in hell. But if you have your entire. Just fucking passed, dragged through the mud in front of billions of people. That's fucking hell, I imagine. And he seems anything but destroyed by it. And I think that's really cool.
1: I think we should throw ourselves into a literal furnace. Yes. And and because with time, it will heal. And then enjoy it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's human suffering but i hope they both get the help they they need because they clearly need some therapists and um maybe they maybe the maybe the maybe the uh solution was just separating from each other because they couldn't handle it. The, but they both need some counseling and um yeah man i mean that's the biggest lesson of this trial is just don't let things get too far without trying to handle them in a relationship it's not it's you kind of get lost in it, um, and and you don't like from the your friends and fam- uh, people from the outside be like that's fucked up, that's really fucked what you're doing wh- what you stay in. But when you're in it, it's like you you have you don't have the microscope on yourself. You're just like you're not from the w- the window looking in. You're just like this is fine. It seems okay to me. It's it's going well. So. Maybe
0: maybe when we die. There is no separate place for heaven and hell. It's everyone goes to the same place. And then based on how you choose to react to that place, it becomes hell for some people and Uh, heaven
1: for others. So you're literally
0: creating your own
1: afterlife. Yeah. I've already made a spiritual uh, cube room for myself somewhere out there. So that's reserved. Yes. So I I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I have a first like five-star hotel room already there so it's like and you guys could peasants can all run around you know
0: but it's (laughs) think about it like there are people on this
1: planet but i know that's actually a cool notion though i i think maybe it's your you know what the scary thing is what if it's like your mindset as you die what is your mindset as you die and that like and then you stay in that you know it's like your attitude but that, towards that death. well going yeah. back to serial killers that wouldn't it,
0: be fair to the people who get chopped to pieces in the woods because their last thought is like oh
1: fuck this guy no but <laughs> then and then that's their afterlife <laughs> just, just getting
0: just constantly choking on their own blood uh,
1: i'm scared yeah that's that's yeah you i think we could we could definitely say that my theory is incorrect Right what's there. your theory again that that your your final second mindset is then in your Who'd, infinite who knows but yeah. i would
0: like it, it would be cool if you you die everyone goes to the same place you're not told if you're in heaven or hell and some people just think they're in heaven because they're like oh shit like this is awesome we're having a good time and other people think they're in hell because they're like this is it like this is fucking torture and it's a a good allegory to everyday life because there are a lot of people on this planet that have similar experiences everyone's different but a, there are a lot of people who go through similar things and if you ask one person how you would rate their life yeah one person might say dude my life's like a fucking 12 out of 10 i love it i'm so grateful even though bad things have happened to me i'm in a great place right now i'm I alive a Beautiful family and the yeah. other person that has the same shit happen to them might say like fuck this like fuck fuck my life like negative my parents are pieces of shit like the everything happens to me like it's always someone else's fault like nothing's fair and like yeah literally has the same thing happen but it's the way that you look at it and frame it in your own mind that creates your heaven and hell
1: no i agree i i once heard a thing about like how this is just one job sector but there are people that will be like let's just say like you're a banker or something and you have like this amazing salary you're in the top one percent of people like so like two thousand a year at least (laughs) like at least two pesos per month uh let's say you're like one guy's making 300k and he finds out another guy had a bonus that was like 30k more than him and he's sitting over here thinking what the fuck did i do wrong to to, to do this what am i not perf- did i not just work my ass off for the year and then you have another guy that got his money and he's like this is more than i could ever have dreamed of and it supports everything i ever want to do with my life two totally different mindsets it's just a, a lot of it's comparison too i think it's comparing yourself to other people is a quick way to be i think depressed because no one's the same and um you have to just kind of there are a lot of a lot of people in really shit situations there's a book about it with victor frankl i think one of the lessons with that is just being being grateful as well your 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 attitude towards the situation i don't want to diminish anyone's situation but you do have the opportunity to think about your life in, if, if you're lucky enough to be in some type of safety right now, yeah. even watching this, the fact that you have a phone and or listening to this, you're in a good spot, safety-wise. You can do things to affect your your attitude towards life. There's definitely ways you could change yourself. Yeah, and to... I
0: believe at the end of uh, Victor Frankel's book, Man Search for Meaning, he said, "I'd rather go back to Auschwitz for 50 years than spend 50 days in a relationship with Amber Heard." <laughs> direct the, quote
1: let's check uh, the end of the book here yeah you, you know you're correct he yes. didn't say that
0: I, but i think i think that's a, a good place to end you gotta find your you gotta uh <laughs> that's a good place to end auschwitz uh let's just all imagine that um <sighs> but no like finding your own finding the good things in the shitty situation and then that's step one And then the next thing would be, okay. how do I take action to make this better long term? So I'm not just waking up every morning being like, how do I stay okay in this hell? How do I start to change so the things around me change? Yeah, no, I agree. And changing things, my plan, if this podcast doesn't take off to at least a million downloads per episode, we should sue each other publicly like Johnny Depp and Amber heard and, I already have. and, and make sure already something put up, it in I'm um, served is this are you serving me? Is I'm this, serving you right now are you is uh, you're can done, you serve dude. me? I'm sorry you have to ask me are you Zach Grossfeld are, are, you, are you are you my brother? Zach, you're being served this is this changes a lot and look if the, if uh, again, this is going to help the podcast take off so we have to take full advantage of the Johnny Depp Heard momentum. And we have to um, make this a theatrical public courtroom thing in order to leverage that into more podcast downloads because that is making light out of hell. Like this podcast.
1: Yeah. Share it. Yeah. And Venmo at (laughs) David-Grossfeld.
0: Yes. Venmo at David-Grossfeld, but only request him. Just request massive amounts of money.
1: But seriously, guys- um, you know, just don't mess with Johnny Depp. That's my last, uh, that's, look, 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 just don't mess with John.
0: Can you do an Alex Jones impression to take us out?
1: Joe, Joe, look, 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 this is, this is what I'm going to say. It's a podcast. I, I don't know. I I feel like I cannot Can kind you do the I'm s- a little retarded thing? I'm a, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> you say it, you do it, you go for it. Well, I'll tell you what to say. You do
0: the better impression than me, so I'll, he says, here's the thing. I'm a little retarded. Uh, now,
1: channel... No, take a breath. I can't a say breath. the R word. Take a breath. Channel Alex Jones. You say the R word. I can't do it. I don't want to say it. Okay. <laughs> Go. Look. Here's the thing. Uh,
0: do it. Do you have to say (laughs) the whole thing up to the word? I don't want to. I'm not saying. I can't say it. I don't want to say it. You have to say, (laughs) say, I'm a little. Here's the thing. I'm a little.
1: Oh, you want. I'm a little. Retarded. Okay, fine. See ya. (laughs)